0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: The Reds make their first move before the trade deadline. Welcome in. I'm Penani Stevens. Jeff Carr from Locked On Reds. Reds make their first move. I am sure you and all Reds fans are hopeful that there will be more moves to come. But um, first one to drop, pitching. Never hurts to get more pitching. What were your immediate thoughts when you saw the deal go down?
0: It's nice to be a buyer for once. It was (laughs) sellers for the last couple of years. Who's going? Who's our favorite player that's getting traded away now? No now we're adding and very happy about this if this is the first thing and nick crawl has really put together an amazing young roster that i don't necessarily think they've got to go crazy with making these big trades to kind of bridge the gap between them and the other national league uh, contenders when it comes to the playoffs but still this was a necessary move the reds only had one left-hander in their bullpen all year long alex young and he has already moved into territory that he is unfamiliar with in his career, pitching far more games than he ever has. And he's he's done a very nice job, but the one thing that's very strange with him is that he is a lefty who doesn't pitch well against left-handed pitchers, or uh, hitters. But Sam Mole does. Sam Mole fits that mold in fact against left-handed hitters he has allowed a 197 batting average and left-handed hitters have a 557 OPS against him so it's very very big box checked for the reds on the bullpen side which is necessary for a bullpen that has not one but three pitchers that lead the league in appearances
1: so he certainly fits a spot that they needed to fill on the roster uh What's going the other way on this deal? Are you concerned that they give up too much?
0: I've seen some interesting perspective on this. I've known Joe Boyle kind of coming up through the Reds farm system for a few years now. I've watched him very closely. He's a very fun prospect, very interesting to follow. He has a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. He's got a lot of great pitches that he can call on in his arsenal, and he can't control any of them. Cause he will have a hundred strikeouts and he'll have a hundred walks. He is a very frustrating dude to watch from that aspect. And so there's a lot of folks, myself included, that didn't see him as a starting pitcher, uh, you know, when he finally would make it to the major leagues here. At some point, he was in double a, whenever the reds made the trade. So we'll see what the A's can do with him. Maybe they can kind of, uh, tick that control up. I've seen some folks say that the reds overpaid here. I think that this was just right. Specifically for the fact that Sam Mole actually has multiple years of control left on his contract and he is team, you know, cost controlled. So they're going to get him at a very reasonable rate as much as we would love for the owners to not spend money. But it's something that the Reds put in very high value. And I, I think that that was the important part of this deal. And I think that the Reds made a good move here.
1: It's an important thing to note because mostly at this time of year, you're just getting a rental, right? And now you're having someone that not only can you use for this year, but years to come as well. Looking forward now that you're a buyer at the deadline, what are some key position points or maybe niche roles that the team really needs to fill if they want to seriously contend when it comes to playoff time?
0: they really could use one more bullpen arm. Um, I think that's the mantra of any playoff hopeful team. And even after they trade for a bullpen arm, they all say the same thing. Yeah, we could probably go for another one, but they could use another right-handed pitcher. They've had three, pitchers and and probably by the end of tonight's game that is going on as we're recording right now uh, one or two of them may reach 50 appearances so far this season they've got three pitchers with 49 appearances so far so they've got some dudes that are they've got a lot of mileage on their arm this year and can they keep them rested can they keep them healthy coming up to the playoffs is a very key thing. The Reds' starting pitching statistically has improved greatly since the all-star break. However, there's still a lot of question marks surrounding guys like Luke Weaver. How, how much can they really expect from him? He just did have a quality start. It was the second quality start of the season and he's been pitching every fifth day since the beginning of May. So he's, he's not been necessarily all that great. Can you bring in a veteran guy? The name Justin Verlander has been flirted, uh, been floating mm. out there, and the Reds have been linked to him in some way, shape, or form. Don't know if that gets done. He's owed a lot of money uh, over the rest of this season, and I think he has one more year on his contract as well, and a no-trade clause to boot. So there's a lot of a lot to do there, but a rotation piece would be very beneficial for them i think that nick crawl at the end of the day absolutely deserves the benefit of the doubt whether they make another trade or not the way that he has built this team he is up for executive of the year i don't even know who's contending with him at this point point. and if he can add at the deadline to solidify this reds playoff candidacy then uh, just hand him the award now don't wait till award season in december
1: He's got a couple more hours to put himself over the top with another deal. So we'll keep an eye on things. Jeff, thank you as always. and Of course, Locked On Reds has covered for any other deals that go down. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.